Hello, hello, and welcome to the Fearful Goddess podcast, where I'll be talking to you about all things sex, travel, and radical self-acceptance. I am your host, Jocelyn Silva, sexual empowerment coach, sex educator, first-generation Latina, and full-time digital nomad. All right, so I am super excited to talk to you about empowerment today. I am sitting in Plaza Catalunya in Barcelona, Spain, It is my last night in Barcelona, and I am in the feels, y'all. I'm in the fucking feels. I always feel super sad when I'm about to leave a city. It just makes me really, really sad. Um, Because you get attached, you know? You get attached to the lifestyle. You get attached to friends. You get attached to knowing where the supermarket is, knowing where the gym is, knowing where the bars and the clubs and your favorite restaurant is, and getting used to the weather and the pace of the city that leaving somewhere always feels, you know, just a little bittersweet, right? A little bittersweet. So tomorrow I go to split Croatia, which I'm super excited for. Um, but also, you know, sad to be living, leaving Barcelona because I love Barcelona. Okay. So before I hop into today's um, topic, I just kind of want to describe what I'm seeing because I think this is really interesting. Also, I hope that the audio isn't awful. I just thought it would be nice to, um, I don't know if you hear those people cheering. (laughs) I just thought it'd be nice to record my podcast, not in my bedroom. So I told you I'd be doing this podcast really messily. And here I am doing it very messily. Oh my goodness. Are they going to start chanting again? Oh, it's a bachelorette party. It's a bachelorette party. Okay. Sorry. Got distracted. All right. Actually, I'll describe what I'm watching. I see... A few men and women wearing bright pink shirts and what seems like a bachelorette dressed with toilet paper and riding a unicorn, <laughs> like an inflatable unicorn, like a, not an actual unicorn. To my left, I see these beautiful fountains that have this blue light attached to the bottom. So the water looks blue. It looks really awesome. There's a bunch of really beautiful statues. I see people sitting on benches around a circle of the plaza. There are children playing around with these light things that get flung in the air. I see couples holding hands, making out. I also see a group of about 20 Muslim women wearing hijab, all kind of like huddling, looks like a meeting. I've actually seen them here a few times. So um, yeah, they come here and I guess they have like you know, meetings or get-togethers, women's circles. Um, I see a combination of Catalans and um, foreigners. You can hear a combination of different languages. So, yeah, that's what I see. I see a lot of trees, some grass. I'm actually sitting on the grass right now. Uh, I see a woman eating peanuts. (laughs) Oh, oh my God, you guys, you know what's one of the things I'm going to miss the most about Barcelona? The men. Oh, let me tell you, the men of Barcelona are so gorgeous. There are so many beautiful ass men in Barcelona. Definitely going to miss all the eye candy. Although I heard that Croatia also has its share of very attractive men. So excited for that. Okay, so let's dive into today's topic, which is what does it mean to be empowered? Right? What does it mean to be empowered? So me, a sexual empowerment coach... I have been coaching women and couples for about three years now. I've been a sex educator for 12. And through my experience, I have learned a lot about empowerment. 
And I think that in general, individuals really overcomplicate the idea and the concept of empowerment. And through working with my clients, I've realized that empowerment is actually incredibly simple. It's simple, but it's challenging, right? It's a simple process, but it's a challenging process to become an empowered person. So let's talk about what the word empowerment means, right? I'm not looking at a dictionary. This is just my definition of empowerment. Empowerment means to be so good at something that you are fully confident of at you're, you're fully confident about your abilities to be able to deliver in that area that you are fully confident in, all right, that you have the experience in. So it's about showing up with lots of confidence, with lots of assurance, with lots of esteem, high value, lots of self-worth, knowing and understanding what you need to do, that you're doing it well, and feeling great about it. Now, the thing when it comes to sex is that so many of us feel disempowered because so many of us, one, we don't know our bodies, two, we don't touch ourselves, so we don't really understand what we like and what we don't like, three, we don't talk about sex with the people we're having sex with, so of course, how are they supposed to know how to please us, right? So when it comes to sex, a lot of individuals are feeling disempowered. And so I wanted to make this episode just to explain to you what empowerment is and also how you can obtain it in the most simplest of ways. So through my experience, I've been able to simplify empowerment to two very important steps. The first one is knowledge. And the second one is courage. All you need to be an empowered person are these two things, knowledge and courage. That is it. That is it. Just need some knowledge. You just need some courage. So what do I mean by that? Oftentimes I get a lot of clients that come to me and they say, I'm so confused. I don't know what I like. I, when it comes to sex, I feel so inadequate. I feel disempowered. I don't know what to tell my partner. My partner gets frustrated with me. It causes all these problems, right? And then they'll say something along the lines of, I've read so many articles. I've watched so many videos. I've read so many books. I've watched so many YouTube videos. I've listened to so many podcasts, right? To which I say, Okay, cool. You've done all this research. Have you ever looked at yourself in the mirror? And usually they'll respond by saying, what? <laughs> Have you ever looked at your vulva? Have you ever looked at yourself in the mirror? Do you know where your clitoris is? Do you know where your outer lips are, your inner lips, your vagina, your urethra? Do you know where all these parts of your body are? For those that tell me that they are super confused that they're feeling inadequate and that they don't know what they like, about 90% of them say, I have never looked at myself in the mirror or I have no idea where my clitoris is. So you're seeking answers that literally are in between your legs through an outside source like a book or a podcast or a movie when really all the answers are literally in between your legs. Everything you need to know about you and your sexuality is already inside you. It's already inside you. You already have that knowledge. You just need to explore it and find it within you. 
okay? So knowledge, understanding self-knowledge. What does your genitalia look like? Where is your clitoris? How do you touch yourself? It's so funny. These dudes are hearing me see these words and they're looking back at me. (laughs) That's what you get when you're a sex coach and you're making a podcast in public. Anyways, okay, so understanding where these body parts are. That's knowledge. Now I know I have the knowledge of where my clitoris is. I have the knowledge of where my vulva is and what it looks like and what it does and how it works and all the things, right? Then it's the knowledge to explore what it is that you like. How do you like your clitoris to be touched? How do you like their vulva to be touched? How do you like the vagina to be touched, right? Do you like it slow? Do you like it soft? Do you like it hard? Do you like a vibrator? Do you like a finger? Do you like to be licked, etc., etc., etc.? knowledge, gathering data, gathering knowledge, right? And then once you gather the data, oh, wow, I discovered, right? Gather the data. I discovered that I really like little circles around my clitoris very fast with a little bit of pressure. It feels awesome. It gets me to where I need to go. That is my, that is my jam, right? Now that you have this knowledge, now that you've been able to vocalize it, now all you need is the courage to express it to your partner, the courage to be able to act upon it, and the courage to be able to own the pleasure that you know you deserve. Once you have your knowledge and once you have that courage, you become an empowered person. So one of the activities that I do with my clients is, um, especially with, with my couples, is because, you know, one of the things I say is, you know, I don't want you to go for frequency of sex. You know, a lot of my clients come to me and they say, well, we want to be having sex at least three times a week or at least once a day or at least once a month or whatever their goals are, right? And I always tell them, instead of seeking frequency, seek depth of connection. How deeply connected do the two of you feel to one another? On a mental state, emotional state, physical state and spiritual state how connected do you feel to your partner the more connected you feel the more inclined you're going to be to want to have sex that's just how it works now i'm going to take a step back real quick and talk about why that is okay in order for your body to be receptive to arousal it needs to be in a full state of relaxation how does your body get to a full state of relaxation when it feels safe How does it feel safe when you feel connected? How do you feel connected when you have empathy? And how do you gain empathy? Through vulnerability. I'm very tangible with my coaching. I don't like this foo-foo of like foo-foo, fa-fa. I'm very like tangible. I'm very like two plus two equals four, right? When you are vulnerable, you elicit empathy. You create connection, which leads to safety which leads to relaxation, which opens the doors for arousal and pleasure. Okay. Now this is super duper important for individuals to understand because oftentimes we're putting so much pressure on ourselves to be a certain type of way sexually, right? Like, Oh my God, I need to come when I have sex or, Oh my God, I need to be the sex goddess or, Oh my God, I need to do this. And I need to do that when I'm having sex. You don't need to do shit. You just need to calm the fuck down and enjoy whatever the fuck's going on. But in order for you to calm down, it's important that you go through all these steps so that your body is relaxed, feeling safe and feeling connected. Okay, so 
The goal is never frequency. The goal is always depth of connection. Okay? So the more connected you are, the better you feel, the more inclined you are to have sex. So I have my clients, the couples, I take them through this process called Let's Empower Each Other. And it's literally a series of questions where they ask one another the types of ways that they like to receive love. Now, this is a precursor to my more in-depth sexual one called Knowing Me, Knowing You, which takes them on the journey of a full sexual experience where they get to vocalize the things that they enjoy and the things that they don't enjoy, right? But that's the next level. The one before that is the let's empower each other. So it asks really simple questions, but these simple questions make a huge impact. So the questions will be like, what kind of surprises do you like to receive from your partner? What kind of words of affirmation? What kind of physical touch, right? Um, what makes you the most joyful? What do you appreciate? What makes you feel appreciated, right? So then they write down everything that makes them feel loved, appreciated, physical touch, words of affirmations, all the things, right? There's probably like 12 to 15 different categories that I have there. And right underneath each one, they write the things that they don't really like, right? So for example, they'll say, I love receiving flowers, but I'm not crazy about receiving jewelry, right? Cool. And then what happens is that we sit down, we sit the partners down, the couple, and then we have them share their answers to one another. And a couple things always happen. One, they always learn something new that they've never learned before. They'll be like, holy shit, I had no idea you didn't like surprises. Or holy shit, I had no idea you liked to receive flowers. I didn't know that about you. Wow, cool, right? Through the process of this, each partner is now empowering the other person to take action in a certain area of their relationship, okay? So, for example, if I'm having a rough day, right? I'm sad, shit's hitting the fan in my life, I'm not happy, and my partner wants to support me. They go back to the Let's Empower Each Other and they see, huh, Jocelyn really enjoys receiving support through long hugs and words of affirmation. And the words of affirmation that I appreciate are, you got this, I see you, I love you, what can I do to support you, right? Whatever. So now that my partner has that knowledge about me, when they see me that, they're in a, that I'm in a tough spot, they're going to say, huh, I know exactly what to do in this moment so that I can make Jocelyn feel better. I am going to give her that warm hug and I'm going to give her those words of affirmation. My partner has now become an empowered individual and now all they needed was the knowledge of what I needed in those moments and the courage to play it out, which in that moment they had both, right? Now my partner is an empowered being and I too am an empowered being when I learn about my partner, right? Again, knowledge and courage knowledge and courage and this goes with everything it's not just sex right so if you want to learn how to ride a bike right you just need the knowledge to learn how to ride a bike and then the courage to try it out and then once you do those you become an empowered person to be able to do so when we arm ourselves with knowledge when we arm ourselves with information it creates power they always say knowledge is power right knowledge is power because the more knowledge you have on a subject the more empowered you feel the thing about sex, though, is that that courageous piece is incredibly important because so many of us are so scared to, to explore our own sexualities because we're afraid of what's on the other side, right? All right, so my advice to you is 
be fearful. Be fearful. What I love about the word courage is that courage, to be courageous doesn't mean to be without fear. To be courageous means to do the thing with fear, right? I have a tattoo that says, feel the fear and do it anyway. The name of this podcast is The Fearful Goddess. Because the point is for you to do things scared, not to wait for fear to go away because fear is never going to fucking go away. It's never going to go away. That fear you have, guess what? It's always going to stay with you. But the more you do things with fear, the more comfortable you will become embracing fear and it won't have the debilitating, paralyzing power that it may have on you right now. All right. Well, that is all I have for you today. Thank you so much for joining me on my last night in Barcelona and Plaza Catalonia as I'm observing all these beautiful, interesting people living their lives here at 10 p.m. <laughs> in Spain. Um, remember that you are worthy and deserving of everything amazing this life has to offer you. And you are so loved. You are so supported. I hope you have a kick-ass day, night, evening, wherever you are, whatever you're doing. I will see you in the next episode. Mwah. Take care.